<coughs> hey. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's up? Ah. Hey. Ah. Oh, is that uh, peanut butter ah. babby? Mm-hmm. That's peanut butter babby. I got news for you. That ah. means you're gay. <laughs> I got news for you. <laughs> ah. means... Whoa. Whoa. Oh, you. <laughs> you didn't want that one. <laughs> I did want that one. <laughs> what else chaps my ass, Teddy? Body. Somebody. Some I don't give a shit. <laughs> so now we have two soundboards. Yeah. This is what's happening right now. Shut the hell up, bitch. <laughs> Shut the Mine's still louder than yours. Did you, I think I turned mine down just a little bit because it felt loud. Did you get anything, Ian, from the uh nope. the Stone Cold video? Nope. Okay. Can you Fair can enough. you verify? Can you <laughs> Gorlami? Oh, I guess I can just fuck with the volume up here. I'm being on it. <laughs> Whoa, Whoa, Siri! Stop it! Go away! <laughs> Shut up! Go Siri. to hell! That's cool. Actually, we can talk to Siri on yours because I don't have Siri turned on on mine. Hey Siri, oh, go fuck yourself! Off? Oh, dude! No, can you? Can you? Let's talk to him. What also chaps my ass, let's Teddy? Ask, let's ask Siri a joke. Hey Siri! Oh, now you're not gonna fucking <laughs> listen to me? I don't even. GarageBand has been interrupted by another app. Oh. Hey, Siri. Hi, I'm Siri. How can I help you? More like shouty. (laughs) Uh, Ask her a joke. Hey, Siri, can you tell us a joke? I didn't get that. Could you try again? Tell us a joke. I don't think she can hear us. Some. Tell us a joke. Tell us a joke. Oh, she doesn't work. I think it's probably because you have it plugged in. You don't yell at me. Oh, yeah. Is that? I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that has anything to do with it? The fact that the ox is taken up? Yeah, maybe. Because, like, she just, it was like, seemed like she was trying to figure out what, yeah, but she just couldn't seem to get there. Stupid freaking technology. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Prince. Here's Gorlami. No, I want to talk about drainage. I've abandoned my child. Do you have the drainage button? I could get it. I have the like. I could get it literally right this second. Yeah, put it on there. I want. I want the drainage button on there. Actually, I don't know where this. Great job. It's fine. They're on the drive, aren't they? Yeah, Yeah, they've got to be. They've got to be on the drive somewhere. Bro, don't fucking yell at me. I'm gonna fucking yell at you uh, right now. Turn up just a little bit. We love drainage. Damn. <laughs> you, you like barely moved it. <laughs> I like that. I turned it up entirely. Drain. That's cheating. <laughs> Drain. Stick around. I like it. That's uh, cheating. That's cheating. Oh. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I love that one, dude. What also chaps my ass, Teddy? Teddy. (laughs) 
the fuck's Teddy? Is he just sitting in bed talking to his own teddy bear? <laughs> he's, hey, do you think he was just recording himself? He's like, he's like laying on his up on his knees. He's you like, you know what else trapped my ass, Teddy? <laughs> That's such, I I really enjoyed that interview. Yeah, like a lot. Wait, it's which the, interview? The one I had sent you. What else will chaps my ass, Teddy? It's the interview where he's talking about um, same-sex marriage. But there's can a. You, can you verify? <laughs> can you give me some four one one on that background and what's your feelings in general on that subject? <laughs> I, I love that. I love it so much. It's. <laughs> I love that button. That's a good but, button. but there's a part where he's like, I don't give a shit if you're a man and a woman, or or Which a man and a man, or a woman or a woman, or what have you. It don't matter. <laughs> what else will chaps my ass? I don't give a shit. That? All right. I don't give a shit. I love all. of Yeah, this. that's what he what says. Else? I don't give a shit. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Hey, so in real time, Thanksgiving is coming up it very is. soon. Um, mm-hmm. Are you guys cooking anything for Thanksgiving? Uh, I'm not going to be in town. Oh, where are you going? But I, oh, fuck. I'm sorry. And I was supposed to bring you a pie today. Oh, I love memes. No. Mother dude. You were also supposed to bring me like a whole stack of Pokemon digital. Motherfucker. Oh, Mother I forgot mine too. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so. Um, I'm going to have to try to make some time to come out this week before Thursday to bring you a pie. Well, I'm off on Wednesday, so okay. you can come to Wait yeah. a minute. I'm, well, I'm, I'm leaving to the valley either Wednesday night or Thursday. Mm. So. so, yeah, if you if you want to swing by before you go to the valley, yeah, I'm, I'll be Dan as hell. Is your mom going to be up You'll here? be Dan? <laughs> yeah. Like Danny? Danny Rand. Like Danny, Danny from The Shining? Oh, Danny. Dan- uh, should we talk about The Shining? <laughs> Is it Shining time? <laughs> um, let's talk about The Shining. Hey guys, welcome back to Who Watches the Watchers. My name is Ian. This is Paul Damien. And this is Kenny. Um, we're going to talk about The Shining. Uh, whoop, we should whoop. have had some Christmas buttons whoop, whoop, whoop. because this is the start of Kingsmas. Oh, Kingmas oh, time. That's right. I'm hey, a demon. Pl- press that bottom one. Dude, that's just our Christmas theme. There you go. Yeah. Oh look, and and it's it, this is perfect. Yeah, Merry Christmas, y'all. Merry Christmas. Sorry, a video is playing in the background, and it went with the music. Very uh, well. <laughs> this year, this year we're starting our King Miss off with The Shining with from the 1980. Best mm-hmm. yeah. of them, uh, directed by Stanley Kubrick, of course. Um, the, obviously, a Stephen King movie. Um, how? Uh, uh, which one of you guys have seen this movie before? So I've only seen bits and pieces before this. Gotcha. You'd no reason to call me a bitch, but go on. Yeah, I've only seen bitches. <laughs> bitches and, and before Pisces. This. Yeah. <laughs> That's you, you're a bitch-ass Pisces. <laughs> Actually, I, I'm bad at Zodiacs. Um, <laughs> so this was your first time truly yeah. sitting down and watching this film. Yes, and I really, really enjoyed it. Okay, so did it feel overlong? I, it was definitely longer than I expected it to be. Or, I expected it to be roughly two hours, not over two hours. Yeah. Uh, Kenny, you've seen this movie before. Yeah, and it, I think it was your love for this movie kind of back in the day that actually really piqued my interest into mm-hmm. it. And so I, I think the more and more I've watched this film, I, I love it, you know, even grander every time in a way. But yeah. I've, I, I've always been super enthralled by the craft of this film. And I, it's easily my favorite Stanley Kubrick film. You know, oh, like, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm not the biggest Kubrick fan. You know, like, mm-hmm. I've seen a decent amount of his work and most of his films. I'm not the biggest you know, you advocate for artsy. 
I don't. I think they're too artsy. They can be too slow, or they can just. Uh, he tends to focus on things that I'm just not interested, interested in. That would be more like the Clockwork Orange types versus this yeah. you know, Space Odyssey, which is just the slowest movie you can ever watch in your entire goddamn life. I don't care. Do you what think you say. I've always you hear, think, heard such good things about the Space Odyssey? It looks do great. You think but when I ask you about it, you always kind of say something like along those lines, like, eh. "Do you think your mind would change if you were to rewatch it now?" I did recently rewatch oh. Space Odyssey, not too terribly long ago. How and long is well? That could be a couple with, years. No, in the last thirty days. Oh I'm wow! Not being dramatic. Okay. <laughs> All right. Never mind. How do you no. like that film? I'd never seen it. Oh okay. Yeah. So um, I'm sure I'd love it. I guess but... we got to do it for the podcast at some point. <laughs> I really think it's something that we should see in theaters. I think oh, just scale really? will makes the difference in that film. You know, it's something you need to see large and loud. You know, well, I do really have appreciation for it. A very big TV and a sound bar now. Dude, that's so. badass. How big your TV? It's a fifty-five. But in Amber's room, it looks even bigger. Right. Um, Ashley's, oh, did you want to say I was just going to say, well, we'll hire 20 assholes to eat popcorn around you. And then I'll <laughs> oh. accept the, the environment, you know? And then just like, <laughs> and just complain yeah. about random shit the whole time. <laughs> or if uh, a more modern theater, you smell, you just smell buffalo wings, but you don't yeah. know where the fuck it's coming from. You know they don't also, even serve them there. And someone <laughs> also has nachos, and they're the loudest nacho eater ever. And like right behind me, there's just some dude talking to his kid like, you should have gone to the restroom. Before we came into the theater, I told you. I told you several times it's going to be a two-hour-long movie. You can't be doing this. Uh, Space Odyssey is uh, two thousand and one minutes long. It, honestly, <laughs> and it feels like three thousand and one minutes. But um, no, you know what? That is a that is a hot take of my opinion. I fucking hate the foods that we've chosen to have in movie theaters. Yeah. We have chosen the loudest, yeah. worst options of foods. It's like, and then even the candies they they they're in a box, so they rattle yeah. around. But on top of that, a lot of them are in a box, in a bag, in a box. Yeah, <laughs> and those bag, it's the most impossible bag to open yeah. in Especially any kind of quiet. Yeah. <laughs> like, why the fuck would they be like, all right, everybody needs to be really quiet. What's going to be our primary food source? Popcorn, yeah. crunchiest thing in the world. Yeah, I fucking hate it. I, I honestly, um, I, I wish more theaters uh, sold cotton candy. It should be be marshmallows and cotton candy. That should be theater food. I'm not even joking. I love getting like cotton candy, opening Uh it up, and just putting a bunch of popcorn in it and then making a ball and then eating it. It's fucking delicious. What are you, a killer clown from outer space? What the fuck? (laughs) My mom mom taught me that when I was little. We were at Monster Jam. And she would give me... She would get me a uh, candy some and some quirky popcorn, name and for we'll it? Just do it. No. Damn it. She calls them monster balls. Yeah, monster balls. <laughs> Hell they, yeah. It's fucking awesome. You honestly, you should try. <laughs> Anybody listening to this, get yourself some cotton candy and some popcorn and make yourself some monster balls. Was this wow. you at the, was this you at the monster jam? Mother truck. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> monster jam. Mother truck. <laughs> Um, yeah, but this week we're talking about The Shining. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Uh, the only other Stanley Kubrick movie I've seen is um, the yeah the Cl- A Clockwork Orange. Okay. And that was after I read it in sophomore year of high school, and it was one of those times where I read a book and um, I did not pay attention to it the whole time I was reading it. You know what I mean? Where yeah. you know that you've looked and understood every word, but in conjunction, they didn't mean anything in your head. Yeah. It was in. In one eye, out the other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a good call. It's in one eye, out the other. Have you never seen Full Metal Jacket? I've seen no. the beginning half of Full Metal Jacket. Okay, Full Metal Jacket, I also 
definitely admire. Like, yeah. and, but I think that's the part of me that really loves war films. I think I've come to realize. Have you seen all his movies? I've seen no, because I haven't seen a lot of the older ones like Spartacus and Paths of Glory. I, I've never seen Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, you know? the the last one. Eyes Wide Shut is the last. Was one. his final film? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I and I've always kind of meant to watch it, and I know a lot about those films. Mm-hmm. I've just never taken the time. I would love you know? to watch Eyes Wide Shut on this podcast. We should do it. I think I it's on our list, or we brought yeah. it up before for sure. Uh, just letting y'all know, I would never agree to watch uh, Clockwork Orange. Oh, Good. really? Just because yeah. the subject material is so difficult. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you fair. know of it, but you've never seen it. Yeah, I don't care to watch it or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 rough, but. <clears throat> You know, yeah. Um, anyway, we're well, talking about The Shining. Oh, yeah, go ahead. No, no what are you going to I was up? just going to say that I had a funny topic where I had someone, now I'm even talking, we were talking about The Shining and we were talking about you know, just Stanley Kubrick movies in general. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned that I didn't particularly like um, uh, a Clockwork, well, a Clockwork oh. Orange because of its subject matter uh-huh. and essentially the fact that it has like, you know, I'll say, or like a kind of, a, it's like we were talking about essentially a rapey vibe in yeah. a movie and I, and I was like, oh, it's, you know, much worse than The Shining. And someone was like, oh, I'd argue The Shining has a much rapier vibe. And I was like, I'd love for you to fucking explain that mentality to yeah. me because that doesn't. It's, it's like, because Jack Nicholson's getting his mind raped in the entire <laughs> <true>. movie. <laughs> Jack got his mind <laughs> raped by the Overlook Hotel. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a terrible sentence. Yes. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Okay, but... this one's going to be real bad news for my ass. Okay, <laughs> this one's going to be real bad news for my ass. <laughs> that was Jack Nicholson's mind. <laughs> I'm, just I'm so sorry. There's a spiral into madness. Oh, my God. Um, let's talk about the criticisms that Stephen King has with this movie. They're very well known. Yeah. Um, Not to at, me. At the time when the movie came out, this was his second adaptation of any Mm. of his property it was carrie and then the shining shining being the third book he ever published and this came out two years after the the book even yeah pretty sure which is like a thing with him i swear Mm -hmm. he like his book comes out and they meet he's like he immediately sells the movie rights off to be made yeah and then he's like why did you do it like that well (laughs) it's like he had never seen a kubrick film i don't know what he was getting himself into being like oh yeah no you go make my movie because stanley kubrick is has a very specific style of his own that in is not someone to take i think other artistic like advice you know so that was kind of a a risky choice to be like yeah here take my take my book and make it into a movie yeah (laughs) i really liked and hated the transitions the time skips and stuff right in this film like there is what what do you hate about it like it starts off like one month later oh yeah and then it's tuesday yeah. And it's like, well, what Tuesday? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it, 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 like, it's just kind of, they kind of just throw it, you around and they're like, oh, by the way, it's Tuesday again. We'll yeah. get back to that. <laughs> but I wanted to talk about the Stephen King oh, yeah, reasons yeah, yeah. for disliking yeah, this film. Yeah. So when the movie came out, he liked the movie. He loved it. He cherished mm-hmm. it. He he promoted it. Stephen King liked the movie. It was only with the following years that, you wait know. Wait a minute. Yeah, wait a minute <laughs> is what Stephen was thinking. And he was like, uh actually you know what i don't like the movie and i think i think that steven i don't understand Mm. do you think he was upset that the movie did better than his book oh maybe that's that's a good call not only did the different interpretation of it was better received than the original subject matter. maybe not even better received just that's all anyone would refer to it yes. as was just the movie version. And then he's like, wait, he does the wait a minute. Do, yeah. do you press the button again? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There you go. Yeah. He <laughs> wait did. a minute. Wait a 
that was him and his shine <laughs> saying, wait, wait a minute at the same time. Yeah, and he was like, uh, it could be done better. So there was a TV movie. Yeah. Or like a really? TV adaptation where it was like a couple of episodes which he was much more like hands-on with you know like he and i think another big issue that he had with the film was jack nicholson and his acting that was something he kind of talked about in the fact that this is supposed to be a character that starts off like a relatively normal person who then goes down the rabbit hole of becoming insane but i will admit that pretty much from right off the beginning jack seems kind of unhinged you know yeah and but, it, he is yeah. a sober you know a sober alcoholic you know so that you know right. there are those elements that are painted to us you know that has obviously a past of like semi-violence whoa yeah so we're looking at the shining tv series from 1997 right now together the two episodes make up about four and a half hours which is i'm kind of down why yeah i know it's oh there's three episodes look at that um it's why i kind of stray away from the tv series because not only Same do thing they have, salem's lot it's like yeah. 10 years long right and it will 10 years long <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um not only is it you know so much longer but it's also the quality is dipped because it's on fucking tv yeah oh yeah um but um yeah, i would that, i would be down to watch this that little kid's relevant isn't he Oh, yeah, the little kid with the fucking chipmunk cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> and the unclosable lips. <laughs> Cortland Mead. What a fucking name. What a fucking idiot name. That's a, that's a Skyrim-ass name if Cortland I've ever heard. Cortland Mead. That's, no, that's a type of mead in Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come, try my Cortland Mead. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, no, but yeah, you're right. Uh, Jack, obviously, Nicholson, comes off very unhinged. Very, but very right out the gate. He's also very um, charming mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, um, except for when he's with his family, which the first time we see him interact with his fucking family, not on the phone, is in the car on the way to the fucking place. And so you're already like, oh, yeah, this is bad news for everybody, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I don't think that they need to bury that hat. They don't need to hide that that fact that's true you know like obviously this is what we came here to watch mm-hmm. you know um i think now uh, going back to my original point i think stephen king i forgot to mention this is him he oh, is he jack, is jack torrance. torrance oh yeah was, this is one of his analog characters exactly right? yeah and so like he wrote this book because he would like he was like I want to murder my family. Well, no, how how terrifying <laughs> would hotel. it be <laughs> if I did murder my family? That would be my worst nightmare, you know? And so he wrote this, and so Jack was an analog for him, and he never wanted to seem like a dick, unhinged guy before the hotel mm-hmm. shows up into his life, you know? Um, But yeah, I have, have you guys... No, you, I mean, this is your first experience with anything shining, right? That's I mean? correct. Yeah. Well, I mean... Yeah, I've watched other Stephen King movies that have The Shine. Right. (laughs) Yeah, good call. Uh, More coming up. Yeah. (laughs) Spoilers. Um, But, Kenny, have you read the book or anything? I've never read The Shine. No. I've always kind of meant to. I own a physical copy of it and Dr. Sleep, and I've always kind of wanted to read both of them. I just... I think I'm going to make the time to do it now. And, yeah, you know, I was thinking the same thing when we kind of started the episode. I was like, we should have made time to read the book. I'm sure it's not... It's probably a quick enough burn, you know what I mean? That I could Once you get into it, for sure. And we knowing the story beats already, we can kind of follow along a little easier, you know? I tried one time. I think I got about halfway through, and I think, if I'm remembering correctly his he never dislocated danny's arm mm-hmm. that wasn't the big 
trouble. What it was was I think he got in a fight with a high school student yeah, who was a dickhead. I definitely think it's a different, very different scenario. Yeah. Interesting. And so that's another the thing that Stanley was just, Stanley Kubrick was just like, ah, let's keep it all condensed in the family, which is a great idea. Well, that way you can keep the cast down. You don't have to right. add anything extra. And it, it has that it, layer of family drama yeah. where it's like expected violence in yeah. that sense. I, yeah. I feel like if it was an outside source, it wouldn't really like uh, add much to the story. Yeah. You know? I agree. And which every one of Stephen King's books is as vast as he can make it on the mm-hmm. page. He loves to talk about, you know, Jimmy Two Shoes, who yeah. lives in the house next door, and we spend two and a half chapters with him, even <laughs> though he doesn't affect Pennywise or anything at all. Oh, for but, it, but it's because Jimmy Two Shoes is in the mist. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, we see him again in the we mist. We see him later on in the mist. He's, got, he's the old man running in. Like, Don't go out there. He's like, oh, fuck, I lost the shoe. He's like, oh. he's like, no, my two shoes. I'm Jimmy One Shoe now. <laughs> but I mean, that, that's kind of the reason, that's probably one of the reasons why uh, Stanley Kubrick would change something like that. Exactly. You know, because... It, if you can keep it condensed, then this story stands more alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and in a time uh, in fucking 1980, uh, like franchise movies weren't a thing. Right. You know, so they're going to want to make something that's just solid on its own. Yeah, exactly. You know, because honestly, you could make a franchise for Stephen King. Yeah. And you could have them all intertwined. Yeah, and it sucks. We'll talk about it next week, but it's almost <laughs> like they tried to for a second. But, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but this movie has one of the greatest intros to a movie mm-hmm. ever, yeah. in my opinion. I fucking love the helicopter shot mm-hmm. we Dude, get yes. entering us into the hotel. It is one of my... It's so good. And it's this, so in this shit. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's the spookiest part. It's so ominous, but also like eerily beautiful to go into the scenic you know shot of everything i I fucking adore it so much i've so not to bring up the mcu but there's the (laughs) ending of the franchise bring up the yeah bring up the franchise the ending of wandavision is i i swear to god it's not nearly shot for shot it's a fucking shining reference because it's we're going to wanda out in the middle of in the middle of nowhere in a cabin where she's lost her mind yeah, good. Thank you. <laughs> it matches very well. I know now. I wish I would have taken more of this <laughs> clip. <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've, yeah, it's an iconic shot. It's beautiful, and it also shows the seclusion mm-hmm. and how how far you have to go to even mm-hmm. leave this fucking place. Twenty two miles. Yeah, I, I really actually liked um, when you're first introduced in during the interview when you're first introduced to Jack Nicholson's mm-hmm. character, um, Jack. Jack, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I genuinely felt um, like it, it was a man in desperation. Yeah, you know, I'm I a felt demon. like it was yes, <laughs> a man desperate to essentially like um, find his purpose. <laughs> yes, you know, and I I really enjoyed it because I I actually fucking love Jack Nicholson in this movie, and it yeah. really makes me sad that Stephen King would have any criticism towards him because like I. I do, I can see where you are talking about where it, it does seem like he's already a bad guy. But at the same time, I demon. don't see that. <laughs> I see, like I desperate. said, a, a desperate man, yeah. you know, who's trying to change, trying to be a better person. Um, yeah, the 
the performances in this movie are fucking fantastic. Phenomenal. Um, let's take a very quick break. And then when we come back, we'll finish talking about The Shining. Um, I'm sure we we have barely scratched yes. the yeah. <laughs> We'll start talking about his shit. I'm a demon. <laughs> and we're back. Did you know that Backstreet's back? All right. All right. Some. Body. <laughs> 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 Hey, so we're talking about The Shining. So. Yeah, hell yeah, we are. Um, I think we, we kind of have a love affair for this movie now. So, I do. I, you know, I always, I, uh, I think this is my favorite movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Like top, 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 top. Number one. Um, I would call it my favorite horror film. Oh, yeah. I think my favorite would be The Thing. Really? I'm just absolutely in love with that movie. The statue of the guy bending over? Yeah. The Think? <laughs> the Think. No. <laughs> No, I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about Fantastic Four. <laughs> yeah, Benjamin Grimm. Yeah, Benjamin Grimm. The ever blue-eyed Benjamin Benjamin Grimm Reaper uh, brothers fairy tales. Dude, you got them all. Got them all. I got them all. It sounds like we all have horror films as our favorites. Mine being The Departed, a notoriously known horror film. <laughs> Did you guys like that video? Place in Boston. <laughs> Did you guys like that video I sent you? Where it's like, try to name yeah. this, this movie by the scene. Yeah. It's like, the Departed. Yeah. <laughs> the Departed. That's good. <laughs> have you seen that movie, Paul Damien? I fucking love that movie. Okay, yes, good. I've okay. seen it. <laughs> I watch like, that movie like twice a year. Yeah, I know. That's that's an easy rewatch for whatever mm-hmm. fucking reason. Dude, I can't put that movie on because I'll, then I'll just watch it. Like, will <laughs> <laughs> go like on a whole binge. <laughs> just like I gotta watch it forty six times now, it's right like, now. It's like heroin to me. I have to yeah. keep it away. I, have, I go to a whole meeting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you know that scene in uh, at the end of the that one Matrix movies with the room with all the computer screens. Yes. Yeah, that's like Kenny, but they're all playing the, different, the departed. Different scenes, yeah, one different second scene. apart from yeah. each other. You yeah, know? Exactly. <laughs> so it's like. Wait a Thanks. Thanks. I don't have to thanks. I'm a demon. Um. I botched that one. Oh, that's a botched job. <laughs> What's up, Benini? That's a good one. Um. Hey, so have you guys ever been afraid of your dad like this? Yes, every day of my life. I barely knew him. So no, <laughs> not really. I, I remember being a kid. There's a scene. So yours is more like a ghost scare. <laughs> yeah. Yours is more like a Bill Cosby, huh? I, I, no, no. <laughs> ghost dad. No. That's what I'm talking about. Ghost dad. I'm just talking about ghost dad. Whoa, chill out, chill out. There's actually I shouldn't be laughing about this, but there was one time where my dad took me on my and my sister mm-hmm. to his friend's house, right? And we're sitting in the car. He gets out of the car to fight his friend <laughs> and we watch Wait him get minute. beat up and come back cry and be like i'm never gonna do this again your dad yes my I dad i love me <laughs> and, i love him oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and uh it definitely happened again <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and but the, my, my dad's terrible yeah <laughs> there was one time where he it was like nine o'clock in like the 9/11. ghetto yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> in like the ghetto of San Antonio downtown. Yeah. And he took us like three blocks down the street for him to go buy weed. To go mm-hmm. fight a guy? 
Yeah. <laughs> to go buy weed. And it's his, a super weed to help him his, fight the next His friend guy. was like, hey, man, you shouldn't be walking this late with your kids. Do you want to borrow my gun? And my dad, I could hear him. He was like, mother trucker. Yeah. He was like, no, it's okay. I have my knife. <laughs> and I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you can protect yourself with the knife. You can't protect two kids with a knife. That sucks, dude. <laughs> you have a worse dad than Jack Torrance. You know, <laughs> you know what happened though? What? Later that night or later that weekend, he gave us a PS2 though. Oh Thanks. shit. Yeah. Damn. I still have it. I think I think that makes up for everything. Yeah, honestly. Psyops. It was pretty cool. Uh fucking burnout. Burnout three. Take oh, the takedown. Need for speed. And if uh, NBA Street Two, Volume Two. Part two. Oh, Budokai Tenkaichi. Oh my god. Oh, what if you found god. out he was in a fight tournament and the final prize was a PlayStation 2? <laughs> and so that's why he was like fighting uh, fighting. <laughs> what if but he, he was getting he lost Tekken rules? He, he, he just like, kept losing the so they felt bad so they're like we're just gonna give you the grand yeah. prize they they beat you really bad he won because he had a knife they're I like dude your kids were here <laughs> we're just gonna give you the playstation take it man <laughs> give it to your fucking kids you know get a job <laughs> <laughs> one of our uh longtime listeners mikey who's been on the show our good friend mikey he loves that you always just come up here on the show and just spill family beans <laughs> all the time yeah well you want to hear some more family beans <laughs> Uh, no, <laughs> Mikey can't play Yu-Gi-Oh for shit. Oh no shit. shit! Oh shit! Which one of these motherfuckers? <laughs> I don't give a shit. Damn, you hear that, Mikey? You got called out. What also chaps my ass, Teddy? Yeah, Mikey, Mikey, <laughs> Mikey. <laughs> anyway, I've always been terrified of my father. Yeah, it's because he's a cop. You know what I mean? Like, he's a you know, cop. Can't trust you know, a cab, bro. You can't can't be trusting that. I'm just kidding, but. <laughs> No, I don't think I've ever really been All scared cops of my are dad. Bitches. But he always was like a very stern figure in my life. You yeah. know, that probably could have murdered us all. Like if if my family would have gone to this hotel, no doubt my dad would have murdered us all. <laughs> probably, right? <laughs> no doubt. Um yeah, who do you think some... he would have killed first? You or your mom? <laughs> or like are you considering are you saying just you and your mom or are you considering your sisters? Oh, as well? sisters too. Yeah, okay, yeah. who who dies first out of probably all of you? Probably me. You think so? <laughs> probably <You're> me. <laughs> Why? Just because you're the biggest pain in the ass? Or? Yeah, just I don't know. He, <laughs> you're the easiest target. <laughs> target. <laughs> you were the youngest. Yeah, there you go. I'm like I would just stand there and take it. You know I mean? <laughs> I'm like, no father. <laughs> He'd be like, Where's my son? <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, <laughs> what, what about you? you? What about you? <laughs> what if my dad took us to this hotel? Oh, I yeah. think your dad doesn't need to take y'all to a hotel. I think he would kill y'all anywhere. Yeah. I think the ghost would try, and they'd be like, oh, "We don't want to deal with this guy." <laughs> <laughs> He's too anarchy. He, he'd start possessing the ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, have you ever listened to Black Flag though? <laughs> the ghost would just bounce off his bald head. <laughs> they'd try to like. <laughs> There's no way in. They're, they tried to exercise him, but his bald head would just reflect them off. <laughs> be like, I don't give a shit. Because <laughs> it's like a like Miracoat. Yeah, exactly. Like Miracoat. Um, yeah, my dad would kill us. Uh, so... <laughs> I think no. my, my dad would get us killed, and uh, y'all's dad would kill y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Your dad would be trying to buy weed from the ghosts. <laughs> He'd be like, is there weed in 237? Is that, what's, is that where the weed's at? Oh, my dad would fucking love 237. Are you that's, kidding me? That's where my plug's at. 
<laughs> my dad would love room 237. My dad lives for 237. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. My dad lives for 1408. <laughs> oh, oh, man. That's oh, a, so yeah, that's 1408. Uh, Stephen King loves haunted hotel rooms. No, and that was yeah. something I was going to bring up. I like the idea that Stephen King has this ideology of like, places with the shine Mm -hmm. you know because i don't even see it i mean it is obviously a haunted element but i see it as those places having shine that causes spirits to even have power there yeah and And so and do you think something with the shine may have died there at some point or is just i mean they mentioned that the indian burial ground of the overlook which is a common thing for stephen king also Mm -hmm. there's a fucking (laughs) pet cemetery well, because the Indians know all about the shine. Yeah, they're, sorry, they're the OG Native shine Americans. Guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Native <laughs> Americans. I love that. I love that they say Indian. I, uh-huh. I mean, I don't love it, but I think it's kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, everyone will like up until like fucking what fucking ten years ago. Everyone's gonna say Indian. Yeah, like yeah. go back to Anaconda where they're like, we got to get a video of these Indians, and it's like <laughs> y'all are like <laughs> documentarians. <laughs> y'all would not be calling them that. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> This fucking Christopher Columbus really has a grip on us, right? <laughs> really influenced. Oh, it's pretty good. Um, but no, I, I I see it as a kind of a combination. It's like, you know, maybe they're like points on our planet that are just like closer to, you know, the center of all things. Something we'll talk about later on, you know, yeah. but um, I see it as that, you know, like mm-hmm. these are just areas that are very powerful with the shine. And so it's a mixture of like ghosts, people basically dying in these places. I would mm-hmm. say the Native Americans probably picked that burial ground because it had this spiritual you know yeah. strength to significant it. Yeah. some sort of yeah oh, that's a good which call. came first the shine or the ghosts you know <laughs> which came first the shine or the native americans exactly. oh shit yeah which did come first is the shine like uh no you know i'll save this for the next episode <laughs> it's the old it's uh, the old shine and native american question yeah. blowing loads over here Whoa, oh, damn. I just blew the biggest load with that one, I guess. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, Jack Nicholson's terrifying in this movie. Um, there's the scene, I, the whole reason I brought up Dad's earlier, there's a scene where Danny goes to get his fire engine and Jack is sitting on the edge of the bed and he's like, come here for a minute, you know? And he's like holding him. I remember being that afraid of my dad, for sure. Like at that age, too. And it's just because he's like this imposing man and... Jack Nicholson does an incredible job yeah being this figure you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's so good um and terrifying and it, it just made me you know feel like oh yeah i've been that like you afraid. you really could bring yourself into the film and put yourself in Danny's yeah. shoes and be like oh that's me right there I, i'm being gripped by my father in a terrifying <laughs> way <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> he's saying i love you but i'm not hearing it <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, before watching this movie, I was not scared to, Mm -hmm. I was annoyed that I'd had to watch it again for the 500th time or whatever. But upon rewatching it, I remembered, oh yeah, no, I, I fucking love this movie. Mm -hmm. This is going to be just fine rewatching this. And sure enough, it was, it was a lot of fun rewatching this. Which I, I hadn't seen for a few years at least. And I actually just put it on for Halloween just recently. Oh, really? And so I'd already kind of just recently watched it, but then chose to rewatch it even again to talk about it today. And every like I kind of mentioned on up at the top, every time I watch this film, I feel like something about it like catches me in a new way, you know? And I think even the, for this rewatch, 
it's partly the score, which I mean mm-hmm. is so incredible, but I think it stands out in a way of like it's so Stanley Kubrick once again that it's almost as slow as the pacing sometimes of the mm-hmm. film where we get these really long, heavy drawn, you know, chords and music that's just very eerie, you know, or like mm-hmm. notes in the, from like horns and stuff that really makes this movie oh. feel really scary and then even at times where nothing scary is even happening we get the zoomed in shot of the maze as we first see danny and uh wendy going through it and it's just him standing over the mock of it and i feel like you he is seeing them and and the music being so imposing you just feel i always feel like it's like the walls are closing in on the story of this movie at all times and the music creates that element you know it feels like um a big like soaked piece of bread the the music to me it feels like a heavy ass blanket like laying on top of me and i'm trying to crawl my way out that's what it feels like um but yeah it's it's very claustrophobic even though it's huge Mm -hmm. and this this huge hotel that is ever expanding and it's still like claustrophobic in that way yeah for sure it still feels like there's nowhere to run exactly yeah. even though there's probably fucking 500 rooms they could probably just hide in and be like all right let's just wait it out yeah <laughs> he'll get tired with his axe you know well so, i mean yeah. oh go ahead what i was gonna just say do y'all think the hotel transcends time or do you think it's haunted with ghosts um that's a good call i don't I don't want to believe that there's any real logic to it. Mm-hmm. I think it just kind of happens for some reason. And I it's crazy because Dick Halloran, who is the chef at mm-hmm. the Overlook, he's the one that teaches us and Danny about the shine, and yet he doesn't even understand that the how powerful the hotel is. Yeah. Cuz he's like, "Oh, you have nothing to He just to keeps worry working about. there." Yeah. Yeah. But it's like was he was he like a shine strong enough to keep the haunt away for so long? Because he's obviously haunted? got a very powerful shine in of yeah. himself to be able to even sense things from Florida, you yeah. know, and everything going on. He obviously has a very powerful strength, yeah. you know, shine. So yeah, why? It, maybe the hotel's hiding itself from him. It like see, he's like too old for it to fuck with, or too powerful for it to fuck with. Yeah, but he's also it could be a threat if it like revealed how malicious it's intense truly are yeah but then also a man fucking axe murdered his two daughters and wife there i think yeah obviously he, you would think holleran would be like that was probably the hotel you know <laughs> well i think call. i think it has to do with his age mm-hmm. uh, oh. because i mean it's never referenced never said but maybe the two daughters that were murdered also had the shine you know and so maybe oh. the hotel is going after people with the shine. Yeah, maybe it's you know? luring people who have shining to it to then kill off the powerful ones or or consume it by yeah. maybe by yeah. their deaths it it gains their strength kind of thing. Yeah, so old lady in bathtub was she a shiner? Probably, right? Uh, if she could I'd still... have given her a shiner. <laughs> trick me into kissing her. I'm like, boom! Get here. What's up? Pow, yeah, motherfucker! Boom. Pow! Both of us at the same time. Um, yeah. Battle uh, buttons. Yeah, I think because like the the hotel staff and all the guests are there to comfort Jack. Mm -hmm. And so that's the hotel allowing them to exist and shine. But Bear Man and fucked up old lady, 
What the fuck is that about? They have to be their own spirits that also exist. In... But they're also in 237, where I think maybe... Well, it... not the bear man, but is, yeah. is that not? No. Oh, okay. I don't know why I thought that happens in that same room, because I was going to say, it, maybe it can't was really... Was the bear can... man giving a blowjob? Yeah, yeah. Oh, hell yeah, he was. Yeah. And fuck he had his ass dude. flap open, too. Sure, hell yeah, fuck he did. Dude, first instance of furries. <laughs> Damn. Kubrick. I got news for you. That means you're gay. Oh, shit. <laughs> You know what's kind of funny? The um, photo at the end is uh, 1921. Yes. That's fucking 100 years ago, dude. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's over 100 years ago. 101, just like those Dalmatians, bro. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. One for every year. God damn it. Um, but yeah, I yeah, it's just a shiny hotel. Yeah, I think I think it, it exists or it works on a power level that we as humans can't even comprehend. Mm-hmm. You not even argue that. That what it's doing exactly is something that we couldn't even really understand because of just the level of crazy poor level, you know, madness, magic, multiverse bullshit it is, you know? Well, I think either everything in the hotel during these times happen all at once. Oh, so like, it's like time a reenactment. Wise. Exactly. Or it's just uh, a representation of how uh, history repeats itself. Oh. And Jack Nicholson's character is essentially like... He's great Stuck again. in a loop. Yeah. You know, trying... Like, he was there at the beginning and he's getting, going back. Always yeah. going back. But gr- but we know that the previous murder of the two daughters and wife, mm-hmm. once again, was Grady. Mm-hmm. You know, so what... Why is he now mo- not no longer the caretaker? Why has he moved into a new position, you know? Well, because like, he was probably that character before he was a caretaker so what i think it is because it transcends time grady at whenever he's i don't give a shit (laughs) shut the hell up bitch Um, (laughs) we got the two like most bald (laughs) angry anyway um i think grady as he's trying to convince jack to be the caretaker that he is i think he's just a shell of what grady was and there must be like this spirit that once inhabited Grady that now inhabits Jack. Jack and is like, you're still the same spirit dog. You know, you've always been the caretaker here. Mm-hmm. Is because he's he is in part it's whoever's still... whatever's possessing him yeah. at that time. That's a good way to look at it. There's one murderer out of all the ghosts in the Overlook. Yeah, and he's like, I like killing kids. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, where's my son? Where you know are who my else? two daughters? You know who else really demon. likes killing kids? Who? Stephen King. Oh, dude, he loves killing kids, dude. He or does. he hates it, and so that's how he gets it out of his system. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just terrified of the idea. Uh, yeah. Uh, Paul Damien, how much of this movie did you already pretty much know just because you existed on the same Earth as it? Um, like almost all of it, right? The Obviously, the Here's Johnny. Yeah. Um. But like two thirty seven with the old lady, yeah. So the you, the riding around on the, on the tricycle, yeah, the, the play with us, Danny. elevator. Yes, the two little girls, like the stuff like that. Elevator. Yeah. yeah. So more like imagery, but not necessarily the story beats of how those things came. To exactly. Be. Yeah. Okay. There so was no cohesion to everything mm-hmm. I had seen. So did you? Could you have predicted that? Oh, it's it must be like an Amityville horror type of shit. Like, oh, I mean, I. I I had an idea already of what was going on, mm-hmm. but I had never really seen anything. Like I, I knew that they're going to be in an empty hotel, yeah, and it's like haunted or something. But that's the most. That's the most. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Because yeah, I I'd always feel I always feel like that 
this movie just exists in a way that everyone must know what this movie yeah about. what it what happens in it yeah, yeah. well i think it's one like star thing, wars in a funny way i think one thing that really messed it up for me when i was little is that um i saw the kid who plays this um danny 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 mm-hmm. lloyd and uh i just also had saw the kid from the sixth sense uh, and i was like it's the same same thing <laughs> from like 20 thing. years apart yeah <laughs> but so just fucked up little kids that can see ghosts but i mean they they're both white kids with blonde hair bu- you know with bucket, psychic powers yeah bowl cut bug so, eye yeah so when i was little um seeing the sixth sense i kind of i guess blended the movies together that's a good call yeah yeah that makes sense um iconic directors with a very niche corner of like style that they mm-hmm. you know live in for sure yeah um everyone in this movie's great yeah we haven't really talked about shelly duvall you know but apparently fantastic uh stanley kubrick just screamed at her the entire time they were making it and she looks like it but it works you know yeah well yeah he notoriously he makes them do hundreds of takes per scene Mm -hmm. oh really oh yeah so that's why like so many of the scenes especially with like the the hotel staff before they leave they're fucking ready to get out of there they're like, I'm done with this shit. Let's, let's, all right, you know where it is. Okay, goodbye. They look authentically <laughs> in a hurry to leave because they've already shot this scene 500 times. Yeah. I, I guess that's actually kind of And Stanley's good, like, though. now make, make her wear yellow yeah. and everybody do it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even that. It's just like, <laughs> it's just like, okay, do it again, again. Yeah. And everybody like, be one half second back from what you just did. Yeah. One oh half second slower. <laughs> you know what? One half second faster. Yeah. <laughs> I fucked up the last time. <laughs> um, Amber was kind of upset because I was like, I think the the girl playing Wendy is pretty. Mm-hmm. It, and like, I don't know how she's pretty and ugly at the same time. Yeah. And Amber was like, you think she's pretty? Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, well. It's a like, big old eyes. She, she's like, I don't understand because like your taste in women is just so weird and you like me and I don't think she's pretty. And I was like, it, it that has nothing to do with <laughs> your taste in women doesn't <laughs> yeah. affect my taste in women. Yeah, That's exactly. crazy. But, but she's like now comparing herself to Shelly Duvall. Duvall. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, the, I, I literally just said she's pretty and ugly. And I never, I've never she, told you you're ugly. She's, she's like, like trying to separate her front two teeth. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, is this what you want? She's like smoking skinny little cigarettes. She's like, come on, hon. She's she's like putting those things in her eyes to yeah. make them like super big. Fucking clockwork orange. <laughs> but she does a fantastic job in this movie yeah. and oh, really phenomenal. Funny enough, does a good job, in my opinion, of seeming like terrified and chaotic, but also like authentic in the way that you yeah. would react to these situations you know just being like fuck like what is what is going on you know like yeah. why is my husband acting like a fucking psycho now like why is this happening yeah they're all so well casted these three well mm-hmm. like the the four or five main people what were you gonna say i was gonna say the only thing i would have like any real criticism for is like uh wendy's character being like jack you did this to danny oh, and yeah. then being like it was a ghost. Yeah. You know, because like you you already think your child has an imaginary friend. Yeah. And you're just going to be like, 
Oh, you know what? A ghost probably did do this. Well, she you. didn't think it was a ghost. Danny told she, her she, she thought it was, it was a, a woman. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Fair enough. But it was pretty irrational of her just to immediately be like, "You did this, didn't you? You bastard!" Well, like, and any you heard him before. <laughs> and who else is in the fucking hotel? Hey, man! <laughs> but then, like, just five... a few extra foot pounds per second per second. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I love that we get that story from her first when she's yeah, talking yeah. to the doctor because we get her the her version of it, which is the same thing. She's like, "Oh, it could happen to anybody. It was totally yeah. an accident." But when you hear her say it, it sounds like she's somebody, a woman being abused, making excuses. And that is true. Know? Like there is a level of hesitance to it, but we see that it, she has at least rehearsed this version mm-hmm. of that story to herself. Exactly. But then when we see him later on, he's like this fucking. She's going around telling everyone I fucking hurt the kid, and it's like that's not re- you know we see yeah. the misperception mm-hmm. of that entire situation and how it could like have really driven a wedge in their entire marriage, you know, yeah. like that they even don't know how each other feels about how it in the long run, you know. Um, yeah, they're so well casted. Danny's got the glazed, like <laughs> doesn't know where he is. Look, the drooling when he's like really well. Not only that, shining just out anytime he's looking at anything. He's just, he's I just, love that just shining out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, fucking check it out. He's shining out. Yeah, and then Shelly is obviously <laughs> sorry. Shelly's also obviously, um, you know, very easily manipulated. She's mm-hmm. sweet. She plays all these parts so well to the point where it's like. You know, she's the perfect bait for the manic crazy. It's like, Jack girl, Nicholson. you gotta get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I will say she feels more like a mom to Danny than Jack Nicholson does as a dad at times to me, like as like authentic parents to him. Well, you know it, what I mean? They feel I would, like a real relationship. Yeah. I would say in that day and age in the eighties, that's, that's that's like it. every family. Yeah. <laughs> that's, like, that's how it detached was. father. Yeah, yeah. Okay, talk well, about especially it. a failure of a father, 90s. a failure of a father, and a failure of a of a man that mm-hmm. brings home the bacon. Yeah, every every man back then, every father back then was a failure. <laughs> uh, Homer. <laughs> and we get that sense in himself when he's talking about how he's like, well, I'll Sorry. just go and like shovel sidewalks or something. Yeah. Like, would that make you fucking happy? You know, you yeah. can see that he is very ill content with his life mm. and how things have worked out. You know? He has a lot of resent. Yeah. But um, I think it's this uh, performance from Jack Nicholson that allows him to be, to continue being manic and to be the Joker. And to be the Joker. Um, Sorry. I don't know how I keep doing it. Oh, it's these down here. Yeah, you can't press those down there. I just realized. I wondered how I did it earlier, too. This is my nightmare! <laughs> That's Jack Nicholson. Uh, but yeah, so like from here, Jack Nicholson. Nickel Nickel skin. Skin. <laughs> Jack Nicholson. He's got that nickel skin. Jack Nicholson. He can be the Joker. He can be in anger management. He can oh, be in the yeah. departed. He can do the departed. Departed. The departed. This he, is the psycho killer. Of yeah. Him. So Jack Nicholson, it, he found a new skin yeah. to fit in. <laughs> a new Jack Nicholson. skin. Yeah. A new Jack Nicholson skin where he can be. He, all he has to do is show up and do Shining again, and yeah. he's good to go, you know? And I love those clips where you see where it's like the rehearsal for it when they're getting ready for the where he chops down the the door, and he's just like uh, jumping. He's like getting into character, and he's just like yeah. jumping around like, yeah. oh, he's like yelling, and he's like, ah. and I was like, that's fucking awesome. You know, like you can feel him get like excited to get into yeah. that kind of energy. You know? Yeah, no, I, I needed, I'm going to look that up later because I was telling Amber about it. And Should I, we watch I it? A, yeah, bring I that shit up. Here. But I love the whole behind the scenes part of that. And then they show how they got the shot and everything like that. Yeah. Is it. Let me put door chop. Or just. just <laughs> door Johnny. chop. Chopping broccoli. What's up? Oh, prepping. Prepping. <laughs> prepping for the shining. 
I like how it says prepping with an apostrophe <laughs> and like, yeah. He's like looking at her. He's like, I'm gonna kill that bitch in a second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot how many doors. I used to. I learned how many doors it was. They had a bunch of doors. Oh, because they Sorry. did this scene multiple times. Yeah, yeah. They, it's Stanley Kubrick. He had to chop like 150 doors. Look, the the PA is like <laughs> ducking out of the way from Manic, but Jack. But they, it was just one shot, right? That they ended up using. They didn't take multiple shots and put it together. They must have because you'll see. There's a part where they show the the Jack hearing the the snowcat show up, where Scatman mm-hmm. is is shown up in the in the yeah. snowcat, and you can see Cat the door Man. behind. <laughs> you can see the door behind him, and two <laughs> sections have been chopped out, where he oh. only ever chopped out one. So they must have spliced some shit together. Yeah, the man who plays Halloran, his name is Scatman, uh, Scatman Crothers. So, oh, is that real? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I thought you were just making shit up. <laughs> Scatman, Scatman in the Snowcat. Yeah, Scatman in the Snowcat. That's, that's our new punk <laughs> that's album. His jazz record. His first jazz record. <laughs> I love Scatman jazz. in the Snowcat. Play on trombone. <laughs> um. <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> I feel like that's like a a, a lonely island like yeah. <laughs> kind of song or band like they they broke off and make Scatman and Snowcat. Yeah. I mean him and Saxman are good friends, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> so the movie has about an hour of setup. Mm-hmm. Does it ever feel like okay, cool? No, no. It feels good. Honestly, the very setup's fluid. my favorite part. I know it sounds silly, and then to go back to what you were talking about before, where it has these kind of very weird time skips you know mm-hmm. where it's exactly it's like closing day you know we get mm-hmm. the interview and then closing day and then it immediately jumps a month ahead and then all of a sudden jumps to just fucking tuesday <laughs> but i think that's meant to describe like a big jump in time versus then once we get to this specific mm-hmm. week you know where it's oh, like it now this is snowballing this is the contained exactly this all starts happening within a week's worth of time where it's like mm-hmm. the, the, they got their claws in him you know so that's why it all of a sudden goes into just like a day-to-day time period because it's like from where we jump several months to just like in a week's time, yeah. all this shit goes down. I also, you know? I love the idea of um, Jack Nicholson, Jack's character just fucking sitting there on the typewriter, just typing the same thing over and over again and be like, this novel's coming out really good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he has no idea. And you can tell because it's all, it's like written in a novel type way. It's not just like lines and lines and lines. Well, there's every like, page is completely different. Yeah, there's like and paragraphs I, I and there's but like I love dialogue. That. Diamond cutouts. I love that um, some of the typings all the way on the left. Yeah. Like the margins are completely off and yeah. it's because he's doing it on a typewriter. Yeah. And he's just having know. fun. You can see him. He's with his crazy eyebrows. Yeah. He's like... There's mis yeah. there's yeah. misspellings and misprints. So you can yeah. tell Stanley Kubrick made some poor soul sit there yeah, and write it, out that yes. shit. <laughs> there's no, like would... three PAs over there in the corner <laughs> typing them all differently. <laughs> and then he was like, bring them to me. And, and then he picked out his favorite 15 for then <laughs> Shelly Duvall to pick through. She fucking went through like 50. Yeah. <laughs> like honestly, <laughs> she went through a lot of them. I was like, this scene's a little too long with how many she's she's like, oh fuck. All I know is I don't think I would have reacted with terror in that moment. I'd have been pissed. He just showed up and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, what the like, what fuck, the fuck have you been doing in here? Yeah. Like, I'm the one running the boilers, you douchebag. Yeah, what the know. fuck have you been doing? It's been a month and a half, Jack. Yeah. A month and a half. That shows the... I love that they don't even say it. It's yeah. just like that shows the manipulation that he just assumes that she will do his job for him here at the Overlook. You know and then I mean? when she talks about trying to leave, he's like, you don't give a shit about my work, about yeah. my job. And it's like, my she's doing it. Yeah. 
Is because yeah, he's possessed by the de- the demon. I'm a demon. Yeah, <laughs> the house demon. The house, the hotel demon. The hotel, yeah, hotel demon. demon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, great. Love this movie, it's so great. Honestly, good movie. It ends fucking fantastically. For some reason, this movie has what the fuck the n <laughs> the n word yeah. yeah. twice. Oh yeah, three times <laughs> back, back to back. Yeah. That's uh, once again an, another Stephen King staple. He's got to have he's got to have a bad guy say you fucking goddamn <laughs> fucker. He's got to have him say the, the n word at least a couple of times uh, per mm-hmm. book per movie. So I and you I, actually have two bad guys say it. Yeah, you have the both haunted the, by both, the demon. Both caretakers say it. Uh huh. <laughs> Well, I love how Jack Nicholson says it in a way because it's so like, wait, what? Did, why, did, where did this come from? Like his confusion like, is our Edward? confusion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he and he's like, but you can kind of see the wheels turning, and be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't like those. <laughs> like, like as the ghost is taking over, he's like, yeah, Edward. <laughs> I'm a demon. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I love also that fucking uh, Grady is the one that lets him out of the the fucking pantry. Oh yeah, somehow he has the power. I love that. Oh, it's the shine. That's true. It's the hotel basically being like, all right, now I'm I'm really putting my hand in. You know, well, I mean, the, so it's part of the hotel. Tor- yeah. Jack Torrance has like a low level shine. Mm-hmm. He's talked about it a couple times where he's alluding to like he's who Danny probably got it from. Right? Exactly. Oh yeah, and so Fair he enough. like alludes to the fact that like he is. Or he even has the dream, or he's like experiencing these things as mm-hmm. well, but not obviously to the power that Danny has, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel like the shine, depending on who has it, can be strong enough to manipulate others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You for know, sure. to to the point where, like, like I feel like in Dreamcatcher, mm-hmm. the alien Duddits gives everybody the shine. Right. And so if you're strong enough. I guess if you have the shine strong enough, maybe you can like give lend pieces it to of it to others. Yes. Yeah. So maybe the hotel starts manipulating him, and he starts developing a shine. It's like it's like in the Green Mile where Michael Clark Duncan gives shines, the mouse. shines uh, Tom Hanks's dick yeah. yes. into working again. And so he's like, I. I'm, I thought of the mouse. You thought like, of the dick. I'm I'm 130 years old, and my dick's never been bigger. <laughs> my dick's 25. You know, <laughs> my dick's 25 year old dick. 25 year old dick over here. Yeah, <laughs> look at it. It sparkles. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dick of a killer, fella. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dick of a god. I hate you. Dropper, dude. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, that was yeah. a good one. That was um. Good one. So, last thing I wanted to bring up. Oh, no. Uh, oh, great. What was the first thing? Uh-oh. Jack Nicholson loves the Lakers, as everyone knows. You guys know. The Lakers? Right? Oh, yeah. they something color schemed for that, right? No, he just loves... What do you mean? Oh, that was the jo- that was his Joker costume. Oh. They picked the, <laughs> yeah. the Lakers purple for oh, the, his, okay. his outfit mm. in them when he played the Joker. They picked that specific purple because he's a Lakers fanatic. Oh, uh, I just want... I happened to look through these photos the other day <laughs> and I just thought they were so funny. It's just Jack Nicholson at Lakers games. With he, varieties of celebrities. He fucking loves the Lakers. Um and I he goes it seems uh, look at him pointing. <laughs> he goes often enough that he goes, Oh look at how happy he is to sign autographs <laughs> in this <photo." laughs> uh, like the, I'm at a fucking Lakers game the signing years a baseball. Have What's not happening? Done him well. No. 
And that's the other thing. It seems like he's been in seclusion, but it's just because he's not in movies. It, yeah. Look, he's wearing a fucking mask. mask. This is in recent times. Yeah, for sure. You okay, he said um, it seems like he's been in seclusion. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it, it's that's not true. He's just been at Laker games. We don't, <laughs> yeah, we don't watch basketball. We don't watch basketball. That's why we don't see him. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's pretty cool. But I just I think it's uh I think it's kind of funny that he's he still exists. He's just at Laker games. <laughs> That's the only place he exists. Like he only, Look, ex- like in wearing, Jack in the hotel. Oh, in he's the wearing the shiny. He he's exists really in the hotel. He's, he's, he's uh, just like Jack Torrance. Yeah, Ray <laughs> oh is wearing God. the the. Anyway, what were you saying? Anyway, um, anyway, what? <laughs> uh, like in the Shining. How I was only just going to say this guy fucks. Now. Am I right? And uh, he only exists in Laker games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what if he's haunting the Lakers stadium? What if he's, he's dead? Like, and... He's like, I've always been a courtside seat holder. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks like he's just having to get through it at this point. He Dude, fuck these, <laughs> fuck these photographers, man. He fell asleep. All the crumbs on him. <laughs> <laughs> the buttons look like they're going to burst on it's, his shirt. It's he, cinnamon. He's eating a cinnamon yeah, It's a cinnamon pretzel. pretzel. Yeah. It, the picture is Jack Nicholson unconscious <laughs> halfway through giving himself another bite of a cinnamon pretzel and he's got cinnamon he all over his beautiful like blue shirt. Unconscious. Oh my God. He's like, oh, Jack, look at it. Jack if you ever hear this, you probably won't because uh, by we the suck. looks of these photos, you won't last much longer. Oh, uh, oh no. But we love you, Jack. Wait a minute. We love you a lot. <laughs> yeah, we love Jack Nicholson here on this podcast. I love his hair in this picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your fault, Jack. It's a cameraman's fault. I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am yeah. I right? <laughs> Look, here he is with Tiger Woods. There he is eating some Pops, french fries. And some chips. I didn't yum. know they had burger and fries. Yum, 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 yum. For him? I'm sure yeah, they went to fucking Jack Burger Nicholson. King and brought it to him. <laughs> you know, there's an old Onion article. Uh, let me see if I can find it. I looked it up just the other day. Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> Clippers chili. So uh, Jack Nicholson banned <laughs> from sitting courtside after spilling Tupperware full of homemade chili. You should have convinced us this was real. <laughs> you should have. You should have pitched this at us like this was a real thing that happened. And then like it's because the guy next to him got really pissed off. He could, look at his face. Look yeah. at his face. He's fucking. Pissed. He's like a fucking chili, Jack. This is my nightmare. <laughs> chili on his knee. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot of chili. How many uh, players do you think slipped and burned? <laughs> <laughs> they took it took them uh, years. Oh, and they were like, "Damn it, Jack!" And he was like, "Hey, hey chili." I think you're just in love mm. with Jack Nicholson. You're like sitting here just yeah, looking just through pictures of him. I, I do love Jack Nicholson. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh, look at him here. Aw. Um. So, would you guys have have thought to retrace your steps in the, in snow? the snow? Yeah, I was and like, run back. Fuck, how how did he think of that? It's that shine, man. Dude, he saw it on the TV. Oh, yeah. Like, don't worry, honey. He saw it on the television. Yeah. Ah! No, I wouldn't have thought about that either. That's a great Jack. I also definitely wouldn't have run into the maze, I feel like. Cause yeah, right. I, oh, I, I would have for sure run I into feel confident maze. I would have gotten lost and, and died in there. I can't believe, yeah, Jack went in there with an axe, and he didn't think to chop his way out. <laughs> That's so true, too. You know, he's crazy. Oh, because he gets yeah. lost in there. And, dies, just, right? and Yeah, and just ends up freezing to death, lost in the maze. But exactly, he's just so crazy and manic. It's probably like his brain's not even thinking in that kind of logical fashion. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh, just axe through one of the walls. He can axe through a, a door, no problem. But 
We're not going to axe through this bush. Wow, bro. Way to come up with a plot hole. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it would be a lot harder to axe through the bush than we're thinking, to be honest. I think in the book, the boiler room explodes. Oh, really? And I think it kills Jack Torrance. But I I don't know for sure. We should have read this dang book. We should have. Um, Paul Damien. Hmm. Uh, at the end of this uh, miniseries of of King Miss, we're going to talk about Dr. Sleep, which you also haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Do you think this movie needs a sequel? I don't think it needs one, no. I think the way, especially with the way this movie ends, mm-hmm. it's very... Um, that's that's it. Like yeah, yeah. finality. It, yeah, it's just it's a very solid ending. I really enjoy it. Um, I can see why somebody would want a sequel though, because this this movie's very open ended, and yeah. usually when you have an open ended anything, they want it to continue. They everybody's gonna have questions, but I I know I know that those are two completely different things. Yeah. Um, but. Even though this movie is very open-ended, it still has a very solid ending where you don't need anything after that. Right. You can just bask in it, you know? Do you know anything about Dr. Sleep? Um, I know... Okay, so I was watching a video about um, The Shining, uh-huh. and then they kind of talked about Dr. Sleep a little bit. All I know is it's about the boy uh-huh. as an adult, and he... Has still has this still has the shine, uh-huh. but he's also an alcoholic, and that's pretty much all I know. That's awesome. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm in the same boat as you, where it's like we didn't need a sequel, but the idea of a sequel sounds so interesting. An idea that anything could be a sequel to this mm-hmm. is interesting to me. Yeah. Like I'm more than certain that it's not a true sequel, though. Is it? No. Which oh. is also awesome. Okay, yeah, because I don't want it to be a true sequel. Yeah. I don't want it to go back to the hotel or have much to do with the hotel. Right. So I, it, it being a sequel just in spirit, being about Danny, yeah. I think is awesome. Well, I can't wait to rewatch it because I've only seen it one time in the yeah. theater. And, and it was a surprising enjoyment, yeah. I think. I well, liked it for a number of reasons. Movies are getting better and better for me to watch because, like I said earlier, I got that big-ass fucking TV. <laughs> And I got the brand new uh, soundbar, and yeah. so it's it's awesome. Like I can't, me and Amber can't. Is that how watch you watch things. The Shining? Yes, nice. That's how we watch everything now, and we can't watch things on normal TV volume. We have to use the soundbar. It's so much more clear. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's it's how I've been for beautiful a, for quite a while now. I don't understand how people watch stuff from the TV's yeah. audio. You know, I'm like, how are you, how are you existing right now? Yeah, I need some bass. It's like playing a video game with no headphones. Like it, I don't understand how you can do how people can do that unless I'm playing with a soundbar. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even be able to. I mean, I guess that's fine if yeah. it's like more surround sound. But I mean, no, you got to have headphones if you're gonna play. Like yeah, but you're talking about really competitive. Video yeah, you're game. talking about multiplayer. Yes. Um. Yeah, I agree. Soundbars are awesome. Uh, thank so you is guys the Shining. For- <laughs> I love the way you did that. You're like, okay, yeah, um, we're done with this. <laughs> I oh. give this movie a thousand buckets of blood. Ooh. Oh. Because that's how much I guess poured out of that elevator. Seeing I, that they probably shot 400 times. I give it um, a five out of five. Five out of five. And give- and and a nice weighted blanket because it, it, it feels heavy on me. So, yeah. Um, 
I give it uh, fucking one one chili jack. And <laughs> chili jack. Yeah, that's what they call the the chili dogs at, at the Lakers Stadium. A chili jack. Chili jack. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, hold on, hold on. I just realized, like, minute. because of the chili and uh-huh. him spilling. That's not what I was talking about. I was talking about like at the end of the movie where he was cold and oh. dead. <laughs> <laughs> One frozen Jack Nicholson. I no chili. This... I still want to say chili jack. Okay, now. chili jack. I give okay. this a two hundred and thirty-seven out of five. Oh. Oh. You really liked this movie. Oh, you broke the scale for it. Uh, uh, thank you guys for listening. Rate and review us wherever you guys get podcasts. Um, follow us on Instagram. That's going to be in the show notes below. Do it. Um, Do it. And keep fucking that chicken, you know? I just... Every, fuck that chicken. Fuck, fuck it. Fuck the chicken. Fuck it. And uh, we'll... See. Which one of these motherfuckers... Fuck that uh, chicken. It, me. Um, and <laughs> nice. so we'll see you guys next week. We're going to be talking about the Dark Tower. Oh. From 2017. With Idris Elba. I think it was yeah. 18. No, it was 17. Do you know right? Idris Elba was in a kickboxing match like not that long ago? And he oh, did pretty really? good, man. He yeah. did pretty good. That's cool. I think he actually won by decision. Uh, Idris out here living his best life. He's also a yeah. DJ. Yeah. Yeah. He's fighting uh, lions. I, I think that was the only fight he's ever done, though. Uh, he said he wanted to try it once. Oh, okay. Cool. Well, thank you, Idris. Thank um, you. Yeah, and we can't wait to watch you. you fight Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> it's going to be really McConaughey. exciting. McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Come back next week. We'll see y'all then, or we'll see you on another time. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. McConaughey.